Hey guys, welcome back to Go From Here. This is take like 1000 to be perfectly honest with everybody. Um, I have wanted to include everything that's been on my mind the past couple days. So I've been needing to re-record everything the past couple days. Um, it feels like I should not forget anything at this point. The probability of that happening is very, very low. Right? Probability of forgetting something at this point. Oh, it's very high. It's very high. That's where my brain is right now. It's just that I needed to rethink that sentence because it felt like it made sense and then it did not. So I am very tired. I have been focused so much on work that school has been on the back burner, but I mean, what's new with me, right? I was wondering how you guys have been. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because as an introvert, I think I, I'm an ambivert, ambivert actually. But anyway, so the part of me that's an introvert loves listening to people, it's just a thing. And because I'm a sanguine, it's great because people um, just kind of naturally come to me <laughs> to talk, which is also nice. I mean, sometimes when you're on vacation and old people start telling you, old people, seniors, start talking about their timeshares while Christopher laughs at me because he can see my face is trying very, very hard not to just completely blank out and be rude about it. Um, it's not one of those ideal times for me as a sanguine where I'm just like, I am on vacation and I really am not the type of person to want to talk to people randomly about their timeshares. So ideal right now is that I walk away with the food that I have, um, but I can't because I don't want to be rude. Is that a tangent? Yes, that is my tangent. Um, before I get into it with the topic this week, I wanted to give a quick shout out to two great friends. One is Gerard Tiang, who, whom I met on Twitter. And since then we've been really good friends because he's an amazing human being and dad. And he, recently just decided to message me and ask me how I was doing, which I really appreciate that. So I wanted to give him a shout out for that. And because we have this inside thing with DJ Khaled's memes. So thanks, Gerard. That's, uh, it was really nice to have that just kind of happen. Um, my second shout out is to my girl, Liza. She is one of my very good friend, longtime friend. She's been on the podcast many times now, and she is known as at PsychoBeautyTO on Instagram and probably on here as well. She has just recently taken over a salon where she used where she previously had worked out of. So a huge, huge congratulations to her and Kev because this has been one of her 
dreams and she's finally been able to fulfill it. And I am so, so excited for her and her team. And I, you know, I have really no other words. I love that she's been able to do this for herself and Kevin and her team. And I only wish the best for her. And I'm a huge supporter of all of her endeavors with her and Kevin. And uh, I will link her Instagram below so you guys can check her out. And also, Fair gets a very special shout out because she works at Liza's salon. And she just recently did my lashes. And I'm dying over my lashes. So I'm gonna link Fair in the description because you guys need to go to her if you're in Toronto. She's amazing. She's such a delight to speak to. She's wonderful. And the work that she does has so much care. And she gave me this cute little care packet to bring home. It, I love it. It's adorable. And her name is Fair. Like, who else could you trust with your face than someone named Fair? You know what I mean? So those are my shout outs. Let's get into the topic because I'm very excited to talk about this one. It has to do with Shan Boudram's um, episode on lovers and friends. And she was speaking to two of her previous guests about vulnerability and men. And she decided that she had to come back to it because apparently every comment under the sun was to hate on her which I thought was interesting. I, I haven't heard the first one, but the second one was enlightening. So I will get into that in a second because my babies are needing me. Okay, just be your back. Hey guys, I'm back. I, uh, where was I? Right, vulnerability men. So I, before this episode, had always thought that I wanted guys to be more vulnerable. Um, and I still do. I still do. I My perspective on it is that when your partner, well, we'll stick to men. When males are more vulnerable with the people in their life, I think there's a deeper understanding of what the other person is feeling when they're creating a space of vulnerability and i think it's important in any relationship be it romantic a friendship your family that you know it's it's not a, it's not empathetic or i'm not looking for empathy when i'm showing some vulnerability i'm looking for acceptance and validity and understanding so I think for men to be able to show their vulnerable aspects of themselves, it allows, at least for myself, it allows me to know that when I need a vulnerable space or when I need a safe environment to be vulnerable, I understand that my partner understands what that feels like and therefore will be more accepting and be more open to what that looks like and not just like roll your eyes when I start crying. Um, on that point though, I, w I need to give a shout out 
to my listeners. You guys are a community of very funny people. I had a lot of comments on my last sexy Q&A part two, and you guys pick up on everything. I mean, naturally, I'm a podcast listener, so I know where this is coming from, but to have it happen to me, it was very interesting to have you guys ask me questions or talk about things that I was like, I didn't even realize I said that. And you guys heard it. So you guys had to bring it up and ask me questions. You guys are also polite, by the way. There are moments where, you know, things came up where I needed to disagree and you guys still kept an open mind and were very polite about, you know, me disagreeing with certain topics. Um, and we're very, very vocal about the whole, um, how do I deal with someone who is, uh, uncomfortable talking about sex or porn or all those other things. Um, so I appreciate you guys for being so graceful in our conversations about that stuff. Um, but also you guys are hilarious, very funny people. I uh, very much enjoyed talking to some of you on DM. So please continue doing that because you guys pick up on stuff and I uh, will leave you egg, eggs, Easter eggs. I was gonna say eggshells, Easter eggs like they do in games um, for like those hardcore gamers who look for Easter eggs. I will do that with the podcast, even though sometimes 99% of the time I don't mean to bring something up and uh, I do. And then you guys are like, oh, what is that? Please spill the tea. So anyways, so that's my take on what I think for men and vulnerability, my preferences are. I just, it's, it's, it's as easy as an example that recently came up with me and Christopher is I have GAD and mild depression and I control both things with medication. Um, and if I didn't have that medication now that I'm on it, it would be like 99% so much worse than it is now. And he actually recently had gone through um, a moment of like going through a panic attack. And after that, we he actually asked me a very thoughtful question of, is that how I feel when I have panic attacks? And, you know, he described how he felt like he was dying and he couldn't breathe and he got really dizzy, wanted to pass out. And that's like basically what I feel when I have panic attacks. It's just you're convinced and your body is now convincing your brain that you're going to die. And then it just gets worse from there because you start to panic more and you don't want to die necessarily. So it's not, it's a circle fuck of the worst possible thing that could happen to you. Um, and in that moment, I felt very heard um, by Christopher because because he's experienced it, he told me that it's almost like a deeper understanding for him now than it was before to what I go through. And then, you know, he again thoughtfully asked me more questions about what he can do and what he does already that helps me. And, and we had a really nice conversation about it. So I think 
that's my perspective on men and them being more vulnerable with the people in their life because I just think, you know, if if there is a safe space and a safe environment that's created for men to be more vulnerable, then yes, go for it, right? But the interesting, not but, and the interesting thing about Shan's episode with her two guests was that the men brought up how they are very cautious about being vulnerable because a lot of the time it's weaponized. And I was listening to this on a run and I actually had to start walking because I wanted to listen more closely because I'm running. When I'm running, I'm very much in a flow state, which is the best feeling in the world, but I'm also not paying attention to anything. Uh, I try not to. So I play a lot of like really random podcasts, you know, true crime, Joe Rogan, Wild Till Night, stuff that I can pay attention to, but not like think about really. Um, So I had to stop and I had to start walking because I um, thought that was a very interesting perspective on men being vulnerable and having their vulnerability used against them later. I have done this before, which is probably why I needed to stop because I know that I have been guilty of using someone's deep, you know, deep, um, I I wouldn't say secret, but deep emotional trauma. I'm very nervous, which is why that sounded like I was laughing. Laughter is my one of my defense mechanisms. I'm not laughing because I think it's funny. Um, because uh, I'm pretty sure I don't. I don't really want to call it trauma, but it's probably just because I don't want to admit that I have done that. Um, <clears throat> so I have done this before, unfortunately for those people, um, out of anger, out of you know, a very high emotional response as opposed to just a very graceful, compassionate response. And I have seen the hurt in their faces and I, you know, it's something you can't take back when you do something like that. And, you know, even at the time, if I felt like, well, this is warranted and I've justified it because of whatever box I put myself in, I know so quickly after that that's just something that i couldn't take back and that's something that like sits right and that does ruin the safe environment that you want your you know friends family partners to have with you so they can trust you to say things that you won't just like hit them in the face with later when you're not in a good mood um so i can see where the men or shan's guests were coming from Um, It was very, like, it was mind-blowing to hear men say it out loud that they don't want to be vulnerable because, you know, to have it used against you is not exactly the best feeling. Uh, I should know. I have had moments where, you know, going to therapy has been used against me. Um, You know, me having trouble changing, like, habits about myself that I don't like have been used against me and they're all very manipulative tactics right it's not that that person really wants to change or do something 
in that situation, they want you to feel pain and they want you to stop talking essentially, which is, I hate it. It's so bad. And I know that I've done it and I'm, you know, being in therapy, I've, I've learned a better process than to do that, which still irritates me when uh, patterns can change and having someone tell you that that's what you're gonna do over and over again um, hurts for one thing and two, irritates the living fuck out of me because I'm trying not to do it again and you wanting me to do it again because of a pattern that I've unfortunately created does not help the fucking situation. I can't wait to hear what you guys pick up on that one and uh, the conversations we'll have with that little tidbit. Okay, so that was a perspective of the men being having it being weaponized and Shan being very graceful about her, you know, diminishing how complicated vulnerability in men can be and how, how much deeper of a situation that is and then having her be like well i just want men to be more vulnerable and then just not even thinking about really what she said which is basically what i thought before that episode as well and then she had uh two other guests on her brother or her brother her sister and i think a longtime friend come on and talk about what their thoughts were of the episode about vulnerability in men being weaponized and the men did say that, you know, they both found, or one of them is married and he's found something in his wife that has created that space where, you know, he basically tells her everything. But he still, because of the trauma he's felt in the past, are, there are still stuff that are difficult for him to say. And I thought that was really interesting because they also did say that, you know, the journey of vulnerability with men doesn't happen overnight nor will it happen like in a year that you guys have been together. You know, it's really just a process of patience and understanding that, you know, if you're willing to wait for someone, for a male in your life to be vulnerable with you, then, you know, they'll get to that place eventually, but they need to get there themselves. And to nag and bring it up more than once, you know, just makes them feel like, well, you're just not understanding that I'm not ready which was a very interesting perspective as well because I know I've done that as well where it's just like, I need you to talk and like da 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 whatever, thinking like that's creating a safe space. It's not, which I appreciated that they brought that up because it, you know, it enlightens me and it helps me learn more. Um, another thing that he brought up was that, you know, if you're not willing to wait and be patient about a process and a journey for that male in your life, then it's probably because you're not that person that they can trust because you're not willing to understand and accept that it's just it's hard for some people to talk about some things in their life that's happened to them and you know he brought up how um it took him years to tell uh i think it was one of the guests or he was talking to a guest on their podcast um that someone took them years to talk to their significant other uh, even after they were married that he was raped and that's heavy stuff right that's incredibly heavy um but i also thought it was really interesting how they the guests on shan's episode also brought up how you know when guys cry it's not the best feeling in the world when girls go oh 
because it's now it's like it's like you're crying oh that's so cute and i am very guilty of that i don't think i am anymore because of therapy thank god for therapy guys but i do know that i've done that in the past where some like you know my significant other was crying and i was just like oh you're crying but now my response is very much just you know let them sit in that feeling you know let them talk about it i try my hardest i count to 10 in my head over and over again to let the silence wash over us when someone cries that's a male in my life just because you know i, I can see the feeling of them feeling emasculated when they're feeling when they're showing that type of vulnerability i mean i still have trouble crying in front of people so i can't really imagine or understand what a guy is feeling but i try to make it you know as safe as as a, as safe as possible for them to feel like they can cry and not have someone just be like well that's really sweet that you're crying and you're showing vulnerability oh so I, that perspective was also enlightening and uh thought provoking for myself and then um shan's guess uh her good friend and her sister at the end of the episode had thought had brought up how it was interesting how both men their first thought of being vulnerable was that it's going to be weaponized or used against them and he was pointing out how you know when he is vulnerable around people that's not his first thought he doesn't think oh this person is going to use it against me so it also depends on the male's you know past experiences of being vulnerable obviously um but it also doesn't mean that they can they can't change the present or the future feeling that that male will have with vulnerability so it really depends on you know what they felt in the past and who they've dealt with in the past but it also matters very very much on the people in their present and future to help them feel like being vulnerable is okay and to help them feel like you know you can tell me you know your deepest darkest secrets also in chance episode with the two guys um they had brought up how or shan had brought up how you know sometimes women we're not asking for your deepest darkest secrets and i thought that was so interesting how she brought this up because a lot of the time i'm not i'm not i'm definitely one of, not one of those people who will push your buttons towards something that traumatized you or like you're not ready to talk about no until you're ready to talk about it i'm here right but i'm not going to prod and pro poke about why you hate certain animals i it's none of my business until you're ready to talk about it i will listen but until then that's yours to keep you know um my only hope is that i get to hear about it later because then i feel like that weight is off your shoulders at the very least and in a very selfish note, it allows me to understand you better as a person. So, when Shan was saying that, you know, sometimes women are just asking for, like, a text or a phone call um, during the day saying like, oh, how was your day? And then you actually tell them how your day was. Or, you know, when you're thinking of um, something sad and you get very, like, inside your head in a moment you know it's it's kind of nice to have the guy be like i'm having like this memory or whatever and it's like making me sad 
So we're not asking for your deepest, darkest secrets all the time. We just want you guys to show us that when we cry, when we need some support, when we need you to lean on, that you guys can do that with us too. And it's not because, you know, we want we want you guys to do it solely because we want you guys to do it, but because we want to know that we're also there for you. Um, and I think a lot of guys forget that, that, you know, the, the partners they have in their life or the people they have in their life that care about them don't want them to show a side of them that they're not ready to show, but also it helps us understand that you have a side that you're not ready to show when you're you know, talking about things that were just like, oh, we had no idea you felt that way or we had no idea that's how you dealt with things or whatever. We just want to be there sometimes. And, you know, in moments of vulnerability is usually the moments where we want to be there. <sighs> this episode with Chan was very interesting. And I thought, I've been thinking about it every day now since I've listened to it. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really, it, it definitely helped me in my own relationships and friendships and my family um, with the men in my life at least. So yeah, I will link that below for sure for you guys to to uh, listen to and give me a shout out what you guys think about it as well. I hope you guys are having a great, or I'm hoping you guys had a great week will have a great weekend and my fur babies Hayes and Echo say hi and that you guys are gentle to yourselves as always so you guys can be gentle to others okay bye we love you guys <laughs>